Hey everyone, welcome to Was That in Good Taste? It's a show about vibes and grooves. I'm Chandler Phillips. And I'm James Beery. And today, we're talking about a whole lot of stuff. But first, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Do all that good shit that you know you love hearing podcasters talk about. I need validation, baby. Today, what are we talking about, James? Woo! We're talking about the things that are hot. Hottest. That's not the one I thought was there. In the news. The hot news. We're talking, I don't know, it's the end of the summer, right? And I feel like it's very interesting looking back. We've done all these episodes. Summertime, summer vibes, summer when we just seem to love summer we did christmas in the summer we're having we've done summer loving it's the end of the summer right yeah and there's an episode that i made like a year ago about escapism Mm -hmm. that we just never made right yeah and i was like fuck how do i get this episode made and i was like it's the end of the summer and i don't want to be here right now you don't like, want to be at the end of the summer on the or, earth. or you don't want to be in this reality. I don't want to be in this reality. Yeah. But if I was, could it at least stay summer? You because would stay in a, a reality that's summer forever. Cold winter ahead. But it's been such a cruel cruel summer. But I'm I'm fucking I'm not listen, I've been high this whole summer, man. I've been on a whole different plane. That'll definitely make you like the first time I had a uh, stony baloney summer explodey it's um you kind of just stay in that moment and you're like damn why does time have to progress in such a linear fashion it's like fascism man (laughs) and so here's the thing Uh, like always one of the things we like to do is step up first where at the bar at the bar what we do at the bar is we talk about what we're drinking what we're smoking all those things and so let me just leave a little stage setting for you here because sometimes i come up with these ideas and I feel like they might just be a little, little too high brow for the audience that we have here. I'm lying. I'm, I'm kidding. I know how sometimes your exquisite cocktail <laughs> mind just kind of comes up with these things that are so like <laughs> out of the box and like just inspired cocktails. When it comes down to it, okay, the whole theme of the episode, the whole cocktail and theme is because... I just felt like it'd be nice. I took five days off, six days off of work. Damn, you and, took a little staycation? And I didn't do anything. I had nowhere to go, really, right? And It was too hot to go anywhere. I feel like there's like escapism is good or it can be bad. And since the end of the summer, I feel like we just the wrap. dual sides of. Humanity is escaping. Men of fate. And then so I cast and I summon the Hecate, the triple moon goddess, the mother, the maiden, and the crone. You know, I just want to get fucking drunk and like pretend that things are okay for a little bit. Yeah. You know, the reason why they invented alcohol. So I was like, man, let me go on the internet and look up cocktails that are interesting and escaping. And there was nothing. There was nothing? So I said, huh, that's weird. It's like fucking like two mojitos or something called like the Great Escape or some dumb shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm surprised Gwen Stefani didn't have the sweet escape following her hit single with Will <laughs> I Am. I, I, just, I just wanted Prosecco. 
and I wanted a margarita. So I looked up Prosecco margarita cocktails, and there was one. Bing, bang, boom. That was a Prosecco margarita. His prayers were answered. But then, fuck that. While we were doing that, I just poured some Prosecco into a glass with some fucking Aperol, put a little triple sec in it, and now we have Aperol spritzes. And so, at the bar, that's what I'm fucking drinking. Aperol spritzes. Because this shit is delicious. Well, and I got the uh, the rest of the Prosecco margarita, which, let's just be honest, it's a bit of a hat on a hat. It is a hat on a hat. But I'm, with that said, I'd be lying if, if I never wore a hat on a hat. Can you explain a hat on a hat? For, okay. Not for me. Because I know about the concept of a hat on a hat. Like, I know, but for if they didn't know, just saying, if they didn't know. Well, a hat is a statement piece, correct? It's an yes. accessory that you wear to either state your uh, sports team affiliation or maybe religious affiliation or even just as a practical wear to keep warm in the winter months. However... Because a hat usually serves but a singular purpose (laughs) and uh, uh, a specified singular purpose, to then put another hat on is both repetitive and redundant. But I feel like it also has to be the same hat. Because if it's a bigger hat, right, then the little hat is covering your head. The big hat's blocking the sun. Oh, so like if you're wearing a yarmulke and the beaver hat. Yes, because those are two different types of hats. But they're both saying the same thing. <laughs> I... <laughs> they're both making the same statement. I knew what a hat on a hat was, but I Googled it to see if it was like an interesting definition. And the first thing was a picture of a hat. On a hat? On a hat. Is it two baseball caps? It's a baseball. So it's a baseball cap. And the picture on the hat is of the hat. Oh, it's the same hat uh, superimposed? Just on the hat. That's, I would have done like a, like a cowboy hat and then like a baseball hat on the cowboy hat. <laughs> All right. So, yes, I like Prosecco and I like margaritas because it makes me feel like I'm not, I'm not around. It definitely has the vibe of, like, I'm hanging out on the beach of a Marriott hotel. Or when I say beach, I mean the, like, poolside. Here's a question. Yeah. When you're, this is, like, all jokes aside, you're looking for a cocktail. You're out there. You're uh, they're just like, man, I'm, I'm on vacation. I'm in uh, Paraguay or whatever. Paraguay, whatever the fuck I pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, you go to the bar there, and they have, like, you know, whatever fucking Don Julio or whatever the fuck. Then they have their cocktail. Yeah. You know, is that the kind of thing you would get? The the Prosecco margarita with pineapple juice? Or are you or would you get an old fashioned? Um, is it before two PM? Of course. It's before two PM. Of course. Yeah, I'm getting the Prosecco margarita. You wanna <laughs> know why? Because it's just a mimosa with a shot in it and a different citrus. It's alternative citrus. Essentially, mimosa. So is it better to just get a margarita and a mimosa? No, I wouldn't get a margarita and a mimosa. I'd get a shot of tequila and a mimosa. So I'm or, an alcoholic. That's what I'm hearing. Or I would get a Paloma. And well, depending, I would on, get a Paloma. Period. I love a Paloma. Palomas are fucking bomb. But would you just 
throw in some Prosecco and a Paloma. Yes, I'm, I would. Yeah. Because a Paloma, I, you could make it in a real tall glass of club soda. Yeah, you could. And just substitute the club soda with Prosecco. Fuck. That sounds... Should we have gotten grapefruit juice? Fuck. Man. Fuck, man. Dude, cocktails are so easy. It's just like, here, here's an equation for something everyone already likes. Citrus, alcohol, sweetener. Ta-da. What else do you need? That's a margarita. You got a citrus. You got alcohol. You got sweetener. What's an old-fashioned? Citrus. It is. Alcohol. But some of it's the same. And sweet. A daiquiri is literally Citrus. Simple, simple syrup, lemon juice, and fucking rum. It's literally the same you can, shit. You can maybe throw some like berry or well, juice no, that, in that's, there. That's but a that's a regular like... daiquiri. Then you have a strawberry daiquiri. Yeah. The same thing with strawberries. Exactly. Bing, bang, boom. What's and, a... I've been to a fancy fucking bar, and you get like a, like a chocolate agave old-fashioned. It's like an old-fashioned with chocolate chips in it and shit and mulled berries. And it's like, all right. I'm paying extra three extra bucks. I know why I'm paying three extra bucks. Like, you know. That's what I was. <laughs> like, you just know when you go out and you're getting a thing. That's what, okay. So this year's like voted number one best cocktail in the world. And we talk about this on Behind the Bar. So why are we even rehashing it? Go to Behind the Bar. Just listen to that episode. We talk all about. I thought we talked about that not on recording though. The About the best cocktail in the world. Either way, I'm going to talk shit about it again. We're being both repetitive and redundant. We are putting a hat on a hat in this hat <laughs> on a hat of a podcast. We're escaping. We're just getting out, throwing our legs over our knees. That's hot. Uh, <laughs> number one voted best cocktail in the world is called Now You See Me, and it is clarified lime juice, simple syrup, Don Julio tequila, and... Like, I think a Demerara, no, it was a Demerara simple syrup and then some other bullshit. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's just a margarita. That's like just what the, that's like the stripped down margarita is. How do they not know that? I, you know, no, 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 it's it's not that. It's all about, well, this is interesting. When it comes to cocktail contests, it's all about like the elevation, right? So clarified lime juice, the best limes. The fr- it's not just any limes. You know what I mean? It's the bestest, the freshest, clarified. So perfect. No, no bits, no seeds, no fl- no fiber. No seeds, no stems, no sticks. Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was it. Uh, <laughs> listen, fucking listen to behind the bar. Yeah. Anyway, but I do, I, I do like the prosecco margarita. I like it. It's good. It's good. I'm gonna say, be honest. It. As it got warm, it actually still tasted good. Yeah. It's a good poolside drink. Yeah, it's the kind of drink that, like, if you were in a bar and you were just friends and, you, and, like, let's say you had two beers and, like, a Long Island, and you're like, I still want to keep drinking. No, that, do not go no, with no, that. No, no, okay. you no. Pick, you pick a drink off the cocktail menu. Because, um, you know, yeah, you know what, because you're not going to fucking. I still think this is more of a brunch drink. I mean, of course. Prosecco and everything. Prosecco on Prosecco is a brunch alcohol. Prosecco and beer. Huh? People will like it. You just offer it. Put it on the menu. It's two separate ingredients that you already have. And then when you ask for it, you give it to them. That kind of broke my brain a little bit. <laughs> so Chandler. Yeah. We're here to talk about escape. Escapism. Getting away. Escaping into the wild. Oh, wild. 
Get away, stay away. Yonder. Get away, get. And the call of the wild. And really, there's a lot of things that capitalize this because we got a lot of stuff happening in media right now. You know what I'm saying? We got like the the, the, the Discovery Warner Warner thing. Alex Jones and the Sandy Hook thing. Oh, dude, he's gonna have to pay so much oh, money. Forty-two million dollars so far, and like you know, um, uh, we got school shootings like fucking Uvalde, you know, and with with and well, fucking, and all the ones that have happened between then and, <laughs> and now and before then too, where people are influenced by media. Yeah, so it led me to ask this question. Cause here's the thing. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, I'm... you forgot about the juiciest one of all. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Which, which one? What... The fact that Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago estate just oh, got yeah, raided. Got, by the I F- knew I knew you were gonna say it got like, raided. Come on, that's per- I love I... that. I love that. That's the reality of the world. Is okay. that why is the connotation of raided like it's um, un unconstitute or like that's just because I've been seeing a lot of rhetoric where they're like, it wasn't raided. There was a proper search warrant. And I'm like, yeah. This... But I still, hold on. It's still the same thing. Well, technically, it's a, it's a, uh, an issuance and serving through of a no-knock, um, unannounced warrant. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm older than you, so there's a thing I probably remembered that you might not. Though you might have heard of it. In the 90s, there was a huge thing in fucking Congress, okay? Fucking Hillary Clinton, fucking mad people. They were just, like, upset because video games had no ratings, and there was, like, blood and violence. And so they were like, video games are killing people. You know what I mean? Marilyn Manson is the reason Video games why, cause violence. You know, Marilyn Manson is the reason why the the the... Oh, fuck. That's been way too long. Oh, uh, Bowling Columbine, for Columbine. Columbine, yeah. you know, massacred, you know. I always thought it was Bowling for Soup, but I thought that was just probably because of the way they named the uh, the documentary about it. This fucking guy. Look, I, don't, I, wasn't, I wasn't there, okay? You definitely weren't there. And I wasn't a, alive then. And this is, you were alive. You just were like a baby. No, it was like 90 what? Oh, you're right. Maybe 98. I don't okay, no, I was alive. Yeah. Anyway. But I was only three, so I had no part in it. So here's the thing. It is that, like, media is always blamed for these things, right? And the argument always is like, a, like, left of, it's like, of course it doesn't. Wait, but when you say media, you don't, games, you don't movies, mean... movies, books. You don't mean news media. You mean, like... Entertainment uh, media. Entertainment yeah, media. Yeah, like books. You know? Yeah. Books or like fiction books and video games, things yeah. that um, are essentially a form of escapism, right? Yes, that kind of blur that line between reality and fiction or fantasy, as some would say. But but we're we're definitely up on and big right now into like I'm not say blaming, but like putting a lot of weight and a lot of blame. On like Fox News for the whole Trump thing and news what, and media, news media for what's happened, like you know proliferating, you know the 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 fucking January sixth thing, well, right? Real quick, would you consider social media news media? I mean, it's 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 media and it can be news media the same way you turn on a TV and it's entertainment or news or entertainment news. It's the same thing. At you know. what point is Fox News just going to admit that it's a parody of a news site? But is it? it, it all right. So we're talking about escaping and shit, right? Yeah. 
do you think that like when people turn on Fox News that they're looking at what they represent, like they see as like the real world being, right? They turn it on and Tara Carlson's in there, like, you know, they're talking about the great erasure, but they're trying to erase you. But in but in your real life, you know, like you're surrounded by people of color and like you have to like and you do it too. You put your pronouns in your fucking bio and your school website and you know, you teach your kids fucking liberal shit. Cause you're, you're literally just doing it, but you go home and you look at Fox news and they're saying the shit that you, that you wish you could say, you know what I mean? They're telling you the truth that you can't, that you can't say out there in public. You can't pray. You can't have your God. Right. So they look at it and it doesn't matter if it's real or not. Cause it's uh-huh. real to them. And the faker it is, the more real it is to them, right? You know, you want Trump to win? They say Trump wins? Then you're happy. You believe Trump wins. Confirmation bias, yes. You know, it just feeds into it. But here's the thing. Is it their fault, right? When we play video games, when we do these things, are we, how susceptible are we? Because it really feels like when it was like, you know, arguing for violence in video games and movies, it's Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't... Let your kids fucking watch it. Let your kids curse. Who gives a fuck, right? Well, but also, I don't know about letting, like, just letting your kids. My parents always had this rule where, like, if you're quoting something, use the full quote. But if you're being direct and like disrespectful to a person, don't fucking do that. You can quote anything. I could quote anything. 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 Any? So you're just reading a book. So, you know, Huckleberry Finn, very popular novel. How did I know you were going to go there? <laughs> very popular novel mm-hmm. featuring uh, Tom Sawyer. He's a little bit in it, right? Huckleberry he Finn. He makes a feature. And... It's kind of like uh, Tom Sawyer's in it the way like the Hulk is in uh, Thor Ragnarok. There's a guy. Um, he's with him. He's a, uh, I think he was a slave, maybe not a slave anymore. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. James. <laughs> it's, uh, his name is... Uh, What's his name again? <laughs> Our buddy Jim. Oh, uh, do you? So here's the thing. Are like one? I, this is the real fucking question that's been bugging me out. Is does media like cause harm? Does does entertainment? Does media? Do books? Do video games make people do bad things? Okay, that's a loaded question. Because nothing makes anyone do anything unless it's capitalism. In which case, <laughs> on, a, on an individual oh, oh, yeah, because then violence is literally encouraged by the system. Yeah. So, like, the only thing that's making anyone do anything is, like, the justice system or, like, you know, quotas or, like, there's not, like, all right, where am I going with this? Yeah, you're, so you're trying to take the blame. Uh, you're you're going to say that it's all about personal responsibility? Is that what you're going to say? I'm saying on an individual level, your actions are your own, which is why, like, we can play video. Like, there's a personal responsibility and accountability to separate or to differentiate between fantasy and reality, right? Is, is it purely your responsibility for you to know that? At the end of the day, you're the one who will get punished. So yes, <laughs> but like, don't you think your parents have a responsibility to like 
like you know to teach you how like how to be kind to people, how to treat people, how to separate violence from reality, right? That's true. So when but that's also your kids- part of like a like how involved is a parent supposed to be, really? But then that, that's the question is like, does it is? It's not about like the because like that's the parents aren't there. They just sit the kid in front of the fucking TV. So the TV is the parent, right? Mm-hmm. They learned everything from TV, right? You know, and the TV, the violence on the TV influences them. This is like one of those horror stories. No daddy, single mom, always at work, plop the kid in front of the TV, and kids are bullying him, and I guess he watched too many episodes of, he was watching The Wire or something, and so he went and bought a gun, and he he goes to school and shoots someone or some shit because he saw it on TV. Or those fucking made-up stories from the 90s about, like, a little boy tombstoned his sister and she got paralyzed doing a wrestling move. In that particular (laughs) kind of situation, I would say the blame is more on the, uh, well, it's still on the individual, but, like, you kind of got to blame the parents for the, uh, they're the, they're the first line, last line. Of defense against, like, how to show a child how to empathize and how to be a proper human in society in a way that, however you deem that. Like, I don't don't know. I have my ideals where it'd be like, how do you be a good person? It's like, oh, you try to empathize with people, help the world around you. Some people will be like, oh, well, we have this ancient text that has been mistranslated and um, <laughs> transcribed and like rewritten some and, of it just made up and some of it's just kind of like ad-libbed into it and then we also had uh, like pretty much every governing body at some point has been able to write their own laws in it <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit they kind of just you know re- 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 remix on on it but it's yeah. what's it's an- this huh man trees shouldn't grow too tall because it might block out the view of your neighbor's house. Women are terrible and homosexuals should die. <laughs> oh, we got all right, what's this? Um hey, don't kill the people who live next to you just for their things. And also fuck Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, like some people have that as they're like what it means to be a good person. I think as a parent, it's your like number one job. Like if you're if you're gonna do the thing, you know, where you where you procreate like a fucking animal. <laughs> like a just gets a humping. Not even that, just like, oh, you think so fucking highly of yourself that you need to make another one. What are you of? fucking eukaryotic cell (laughs) oh look at me i need to continue the existence of my dna like get out of here you pathological narcissist so so here's here's the thing where was i going with who do we who do we blame that like i i have here in the show notes which you'll see of course if you go to wherever you find this it's gonna have the show notes link Mm -hmm. i have here uh like like uvalde the absolutely horrible we didn't really talk about it because Oh boy, we should spend another whole two hours talking about another instance of. I mean, we've mentioned it, but like, 
you know, we're going to spend a whole more. Another person went, shot some people, murdered children. Police still did nothing, whatever. Wait, there wasn't a like, you're not talking about like a a sequel to it, right? This is just. No, yeah. I'm just talking about like, you know. The same one. Yeah. yeah, Rehashing it. Yeah. Like, you know, we never really. Okay. For a second, I was like, wait, did they do it again? You wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That's how fucking awful this reality is. We we didn't really talk about it. Because like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? It's like, oh boy, we've done nothing but do episodes about children being murdered and people being in the street just getting mowed down. But he, who, what do we blame mass shootings on anymore, right? Because, listen, I, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm not that old. But, like, when I was in high school, I'm, I was a little bit like the terrorists. You know, I lived in New York. You were an you know, incel. They hit the fucking the, the Twin Towers in the city. Lots of people died. You know, you think about going to Afghanistan and shit. You're like, you're a kid and shit. You're like, yeah. But, like, we're, we don't blame media anymore because we know better, right? Video games, even conservatives really don't even say, like, they'll say music. Is immoral and kids shouldn't hear it, right? And they and they say things like it's making kids gay, so that's good. So okay, yes. well they also say that chemicals in the water are turning the frogs gay. Yes, they do say that. Which, like, at that point, you're like, okay, so there's a couple gay frogs. Like, they're not croaking after you, so why is it your problem? Yeah. So, who do we blame it on? Who do we blame on the problems in our dis or who do we blame social dysfunction on? That's what you're asking, right? That, well, here's the thing, right? Can I give you the conservative answer? Oh yeah. Oh, the ethnicities. Oh the eth- oh boy. The ethnicities and the communists. The fucking cultural Marxists. The ones who are different. The that's who we blame. They're going to erase us. There, it's look in this world. There's two kinds of people, us and them. them. <laughs> so that's the that's the, I guess the conservative argument. Whereas, like when it comes down to it, I'm looking out for us. But now, but also I get to determine who us is. We've been dicking around and shit, like watching and laughing at Tucker Carlson and shit, right? We've been. I feel like, oh my god, I feel like I have his laugh here. Is this it? No, that's not it. Oh, I love that. It's... What the fuck is that? No, it was that one. Hey, hey, hey. Go square. Sorry. No. They, they... Yeah. Oh, that that's, is not that's it. That's not it. Remember that? That was from... You know, there's a million fine-looking women. She's my girlfriend. Oh. What the fuck is... Put that thing back where it came from. Oh, you got one of the uh, wow. elder, elder pads on here. What the fuck is going on here? I love that. Put that thing back where it came from. Also, help me. Bum, 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 bum. All right, anyway. Who do we blame social dysfunction on? Yeah, and, and and by the way, like, do we not blame media? Because I think that the thing that is definitely very different from the 90s is that we have seen some really wild and harmful language on television Yeah, that you might say could, like, agitate people. But it doesn't make you a hypocrite because then... Here's what I say. We blame the people who have the ability to curate the curriculum of our institutions, right? So I don't blame teachers. I blame the people who are defunding teachers and the people who are misinforming administration or the people who are even encouraging or discouraging certain 
social benefits that come with uh cer- that come with certain curriculums. And I don't mean that in just like teaching curriculums. You think of it as like police training curriculums. I don't blame the institution of policing for their intrinsic racism. I blame the people who are posing certain uh prerequisites that go into well, it's the, like a it's like a Russian nesting doll. Yeah. Like it's like all cops are bastards, but like there are people who are police officers who don't beat their wives, who are like nice to everybody they ever interact with, treat their kids good, and you would say they're a good person, but they participate in a system. So you don't want to blame the individuals, then you would say well, then it's the policing institution. But of course, police institution, of course, is just an arm of the state, right? So you can't really blame the police institution, which is made of people, right? You know, and then you just keep doing that up and up. But, you know, I feel like at, there is still some kind of, with, like, every level still had, there's still some sort of, like, you just, you, if you know that being a cop means that you perpetuate state violence, Mm-hmm. That's where you're responsible. You're not responsible for. But what if you think you like you can change it on the inside? Then you're a fucking idiot. Hope. Hope is the tool that nourishes the garden in its weakest hours. Some of these notes, because this is a whole different episode. I didn't even finish like erasing these. I had whole different things in there, like QAnon, because oh, yeah. that's because that was a while ago when this was happening. Like, literally, the QAnon was still, like, popping in the news. But here's the thing, is that when it comes to, like, escaping, people run online, right? People run. They flee to online communities or people who are like-minded, even if the ideas are the most absurd, ridiculous idea in the entire fucking world. There's a community there for you. Mm -hmm. Look at wrestling. It seems ridiculous, but, like, wrestling... There's shows they have they have uh, they have ratings right yeah ratings are dependent on the age group eighteen thirty four well, that died eighteen to forty nine or whatever mm-hmm. those motherfuckers that's exactly how they decide what the rating is that they decide that you know the rating is not the most viewers it's the most viewers in the category with the most value right right. So, when you're looking at these things, you're looking, you, you have to look at the actual impact it has on specific groups. So, who, when it comes to voting, right, people who turn out to vote tend to be older people than younger people. Older people with nothing to do. Who do nothing but watch TV. Mm-hmm. Like cable news. Yes. Like a station that's like really focused towards older people and their views. It caters towards the. I wouldn't the community. Would you say, would you say it, it's the media's fault? But that's that's where I'd say hold, 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 hold up, check it out, because news media, like actual meat, or like like journalism media supposedly has a certain journalistic integrity that confines it 
to um to a certain level of truth and uh there's always this kind of like back and forth between journalistic integrity and propaganda and at what point is propaganda no longer truth or at what time is it's like trying to tell the difference between an advertisement and an article mm. except the advertisement is is for fascism or like whatever <laughs> like there's because it's impossible to be completely objective you're allowed a certain wiggle room but at what point is there um so like you know when you're a watching a system of accountability yeah because really. you know when you watch like msnbc obviously people on there are like kind of like libs and sometimes they're like a little pro-war but like the people on there seem to have like good values and they don't hate gay people or trans people so like everyone a, has their intrinsic biases you know and obviously the leaning of that is like quote-unquote left it's more towards the the democratic party that's what's happening with that channel now from the perspective of let's say you are literally the model conservative you are just a fiscally conservative Social liberal liberal chap. That's who you are, right? Oh, sorry. But when you listen to to MSNBC, they're just saying the wildest things, things that you just know not to be true. And that's why when it comes to like talking about like truth and objective truth and what people view as truth, it's like it's hard. You can't argue because the people are not going to agree with you. That's what I find so interesting about channels like Discovery. National Geographic, even PBS, but those channels that are dedicated as like educational channels, like there, of course, there, there's the entertainment aspect of it, and you get that with like um, Animal Planet and like, but there's there's an expected intrinsic um, accountability or integrity in that like what they're talking about isn't like they're not going to come on uh animal planet and be like you know we've only found an octopus with a wingspan as large as 38 feet long in diameter but we know for a fact that they can get up to 46 <laughs> feet like they're not going to say for a fact they're not going to be like Psh. That's just because our fishermen are too fucking scared to take on a Kraken. Like, because <laughs> the government won't let. Because that's let them. the government won't let us report about the bigger octopuses that may be out. Like, there's no. That's that's where like isn't it hard when the the media that's the quote unquote objective truth or whatever is lying to you. Is is definitely lying is to actively... you. Actively, you know, it's like when you, you know, I, I, I had this whole. Well, even if it's not lying, it's just posing information in a way that is actively um, well, disin- I mean, disingenuous. No, no, I, it's it's propaganda. It's it's propaganda. good propaganda, right? Propaganda for a good thing. Is it propaganda against raping babies? Is still propaganda, right? That's how. That's just how the concept works, right? And it's fine. Because, you know, good propaganda is good if you agree with it. I don't know. Would you say, like, propaganda against raping babies would be, like, only a fucking commie would rape a baby? 
Don't rape babies. Propaganda is information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, but not exclusively. Only right. if. So it says biased. Yeah. So even if there's right, even if literally one tribe is against killing, another tribe wants to like bring up the apocalypse, your view is still biased. So like even if the point you're trying to make, like is the bias then, is there an objective morality? I guess is the uh, the real question. And, and that's the thing where it's like, okay, so does media make people do bad things, right? And it's like, well, I guess then what is bad? Because does media make people murder people? Like, does, if watching a movie make you want to murder people? No. But actually, watching a movie watching. enough might make you a little gay. But is that bad? I don't think it's bad. I don't necessarily know if it'll make you gay or if mean, it just kind of you know, unlocks. It'll, it'll allow so, you a space where you feel comfortable. Yeah. And like maybe you might think about yourself and be like, wow. You know what I mean? That's not a bad thing to me. But to somebody else, it's bad. So like if you watch a murder or you watch a movie about murdering, does it create a space where you can comfortably hypothesize murdering? Conservatives were so fucking smart. Back in the day, and they were talking about video games causing violence. They were talking about violence in 22 and 2 cents. They weren't talking about physical violence. They were talking about violence against their beliefs. Because yeah. what they were really afraid of was not really people mowing down people because of fucking Grand Theft Auto or Mortal Kombat. That's what it was. You know, that's not what they were afraid of. They were afraid that people would like play violent things and realize that like it's not that big a deal. It's just entertainment. And then. That means that I guess this pastor is telling me this stuff is not really, that's like weird. And then suddenly you don't believe in God anymore because you realize these authority figures in your life aren't really there for you. They're just perpetrating their own like thing. Like that's. Or does it. Okay. So isn't that what, that's what they're afraid of. I'm saying. I watched a TikTok. A TikTok. Oh, look at you. TikTok. Talking about um, vertical and horizontal morality. Um, basically the thing was like, do you develop your morality through empathy or through authority? That's the, the, the skinny of it. And in a uh, system where morality is defined in an authoritative stance, meaning your, your morality is passed down from a divine source and then interpreted through, um, an authority figure such as a church leader, etc. Then there's a hierarchy of, morality versus if your uh, morality is derived from empathy, then you think more in terms of like, if this were me, if, if I were doing something that affected someone else and that someone else were me, how do I make it so that's as little impactful on the hypothetical me as possible or as little negatively impactful. And what escapism does is it erodes hierarchical morality or authoritative morality. Because if you're able to escape and put yourself in someone else's shoes, that's, actively em- exercising empathy, and, right? And let's also be clear to the people that'll say things like, well, then that means you can just do whatever you want. 
Um, you can't because generally social groups, even lawless ones, won't let you murder them all or well, and, kill all their children and or also poison like, all the food. Actions don't not have consequences, right? Like if you so the ex- exercise is no God, then who decides what's wrong? Um, everyone whom you've wronged. It's kind of like <laughs> that's kind of that's what whole democracy is all about. Like uh, I've talked to some people who like are are feeling like this is like our system of governance and like everything in our reality has kind of gotten hopeless. Like they've had a sense of hopelessness, and they're like, we need to we need a hard reboot. We need to scrap the old stuff, get back to the. And again, I think, yes, our founding fathers, whatever, our old daddy, 1700s independence daddies, um, were fallible. They are not the peak of morality, but they set kind of a, a decent framework to keep everyone in check, like mm-hmm. to like to just vibe check the person around oh, you. Actually, but- it's very true. It's like, listen, all people, whatever you consider people. Right. Whatever you consider to be people, you know, like, like you kind of got a right to just vibe check your fellow man. If someone says some hot shit, yeah, you can't murder them in the street. That's why I fucking love conservative. Well, you can't make a joke on stage anymore. People do it every day. You can make a joke about whatever you want. You might have to deal with the consequences. And also, really, even if you like were popping some slurs on stage. You're not going to get punched in the face. You might if you're in the wrong place. Oh, you, you might know. get slapped. But like, hey, oh, generally, though, you're nothing's going to happen to you if you make some if you're like, I love Trump. Oh, the libs are triggered. They might boo you. You might not be well received because, you know, you don't know how to read a fucking audience. <laughs> but that's also a hard knocks learning lesson <laughs> in the world of comedy. I just so. Now, I'm oh I'm I'm so addicted to this. I just like so hentai, yeah, right? lowly, the lowly con. What do you know about lowly con? Uh, I've seen thumbnails, but that's as far as I'll go. Because as as I understand it, lowly is drawn fictional characters. Who are under no no no, who whose appearances of questionable maturity? But they're eighteen. That's okay. the that's the whole <laughs> Loli or Loli Khan is uh, anime is anime, and not always, but oft, some often hentai that depicts women who appear to be underage, you know, but they're just adults. Does that encourage? pedophiles i don't think it encourages pedophiles i think it may be an outlet for people who have um maybe some other stuff going on and should probably so you're judging all people who watch lily no not all people but just like the ones who are really into oh, it. not like the people who are like they flip into hentai like maybe a lowly thing comes on and it's like kind of a good story. They kind of like it and it gets them off. Yeah. As opposed to people and maybe they throw that one in their rotation, you know. 
But like, as opposed to the person who like they only watch Lonely Hentai. Yeah, and they're like, because at what point? Then it's the whole like fetishization of it, and I think that part might get a little problematic because if you fetishize, well, actually, no, that's. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's like, hard, man. It's a, it's definitely a gray area, but it, it's hard to like take a media, a type of thing, because you look at like hip hop music and be like, there's lots of violence, lots of bad words, this, that, and the third, right? But does that make black people do crime? No, right? You know, but does like, it pedophiles? But are, does it reinforce the black experience to be like a certain type of? People don't say that about country people when they're just expressing themselves. Literally, somebody will be a whole ass millionaire and never been, never actually touched a tractor. If you want to fucking say that shit, yeah, but they'll sing about touching a tractor and talking about touching a tractor will affirm the sense of like what it means to be country, right? Hip hop. I feel like people always confuse because you listen to anyone, like, like even the most trappiest trap rappers. Fucking tongue slime this, slime that, fucking gunner and shit. Motherfuckers still doing crime. Even they in their songs, they're like, yeah, we're gangsters, blah, blah, blah. blah. But you really shouldn't do crime. It's bad. There's always one, there's always one of those thrown in there somewhere. There's always like, oh, yeah, my cousin was the baddest motherfucker. He killed like 38 people and then he went to jail and now he's dead. You know, there's always a song like that that's like, you know, you know they all have a song like that. You know, there's always a dance with the devil. It's always uh, about making money. Like, it know, really the, uh, doing hip hop is about yeah. making money. It's about making money, man. So, okay, then at that point, do you blame the producers or the blame the uh, record label executives who are like, "I'll sign this person as long as they're talking about slinging guns and shooting that dope." I mean, I think that we have to hold. It's very hard. We have to hold people in authority uh, accountable. Because obviously, all bad things are connected to systems. Systemic issues are the main issues. You know, you want to talk about income inequality is based off systemic reasons. You know, race and gender inequality, uh, homophobia. It's all like just from system. You know, it's like yeah, individuals. It's all the system. People man. are fucking. Most people are fucking chill. They're vibing and shit. But here's the here's the fucking here's the real fucking the key. Here's the real fucking trick. Okay. The major key alert. is that a lot of the times, this is where it's tricky, is when you're trying to escape, you know what you're doing is not real. When you're sitting in front of a video game, you know that you're playing a video game. Unless you're role playing. If you're so unwell that you honestly, people are like, oh, you're ableist. If you're so unwell that you fucking think that playing COD is real life and you're going to go mow down some family members, you're not right. Okay. It's very easy to distinguish between being in a room and playing even a VR game because they don't look like real life. There's not that same distinction when it comes to watching news or things that purport to be educational. Well, that's, aren't. That's the whole thing. Is the There's an integrity when you claim to be um, an educational or informational source, and when you... Uh, sell out to sensationalism or propaganda, one of the either of the two, 
that's when you are presenting a disingenuous media platform, and that's where the accountability needs to come in. I think a lot of the problems that um, that kind of rise with, like, I guess people becoming delusioned to where, like, they're, they're disassociative or escapist vice, for lack of a better word, um, ends up seeping into reality is just there's a lack of accountability for, uh, for wrongdoing. Like, I'm not going to punish anyone for thinking a certain way or for being um, attracted to a certain thing as long as they're able to empathize and exercise that empathy to the point of not acting on those intrinsic. Intri- well, it's, it's, it's hard to be a racist if you're empathetic. Yeah. Like you just, you can't be, if you're empathetic. You. I mean, it's pretty hard to be a pedophile if you're empathetic too. Cause you'd be like, man, cause then you're not that really a pedophile. would suck for this literally kid. if you were, if you really want to fuck children, but you're empathetic, you would just be a person who doesn't fuck children who feels really bad about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, that's that's the reality. Maybe you go to a lowly con and mm. like, yeah, you fucking watch lowly or whatever, and you talk to your therapist, and you marry an adult person, and like you have kids, and like you don't touch your kids, and then you die. Like yeah. you know, th- th- that's the whole thing. Is like maybe we need to who who do we blame for all the bad things? I don't think there's any one singular person to blame, but maybe just the de-incentivization or like the the fact that we don't encourage practicing empathy uh more regularly we live in a certain economic structure that um incentivizes us to kind of exploit people rather than empathize with people and i think that's kind of the first step not to radicalize anyone or anything but um you know down with capitalism I mean, like, it's so easy. You're talking about this the other, like the minute you're having a conversation with someone, and they're like, "I just don't." Want, the minute they start saying things about them not being paid well, or somebody else not getting paid fairly, and a lot of conservatives do this, they'll start talking, and they'll be like, "We spend all this money on schooling. We do this, all this hard work. You know, we do this all." And then you, so you start much, lean, you start leaning forward. And you're I'm like, like uh huh. Uh-huh. They're like, they're, I'm like, well, oh, well, oh, well, uh, tell <laughs> but, me more. But generally, tell me more. you know, what usually happens though. Unfortunately, at the end, and they're like, and it just seems like the system is falling down, and it's the damn, cons- it's the damn queers. It's like, god damn it! It's, ah, it's you, like were you were so close, were literally right there, man. You were just, oh, okay. If we just kind of shift the focus from the people who are just trying to love more people to the people who are encouraging you to hate people that's that's all it is it's like you can't be mad at the puppet you can't be mad at the strings you can't even be mad at the frame that's pulling the strings but you can blame that fucking hand but also that's the problem is that like you also can't like this is you can't completely be like well it's only the hand's fault because there was no resistance anywhere down Nothing there. Ha- yeah, like, you, you, you know, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't think our system in America is perfect. But there's, like, systems in places. And enough, if enough people stand up, then something can happen. That's, that's the kind of benefit of well, and why other people love this country so much. Because even despite how weird and shitty it is, it's very fortunate that 
our founding fathers wrote a document that you can just add things to. Dude, they okay. They literally made a document. There were a bunch of federalists, and they're like, okay, this document's pretty dope. We got three ways of like checking each other, right? And then someone was like, yo, that's not dope enough. Let's add in motherfucking Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights is intrinsically socialist. And it's so funny because obviously these people were not good people. But in trying to save their asses and then trying to work together, that's why this document came the way it became. Yeah. It's like, how do we fucking make up a document together? Let's work this shit out. They worked it out. They said, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. They got it. And it's not perfect. But the fact that it can be changed at all. That's that's pretty dope. But the problem is you can also just change it for bad things, too. And it's a living, breathing document. You can reinforce, you know, it's a living like the fucking Bible, Chandler. No, no, it's not like the Bible. It's a living, breathing document like a child. And it has been suckled at a sour tit. Okay, talking about pedophiles and then talking about children sucking at sour tits. I'm just <laughs> really confused as to what's happening here. This living, breathing document is being fed by curdled Damn. nutrients. And I feel like we didn't even touch onto the addiction of escapism because I feel like really that's really where like it all kind of connects. Because like, so the people who like murder people and shit like you know they go through like their uh manifestos and shit in their youtube histories and they like like steven crowder like ben shapiro and it's like you know is ben shapiro and steven crowder creating an environment where like little incel boys get sad and mow down muslims in new zealand or if you're the kind of person that mows down muslims in new zealand that you watch steven crowder and ben shapiro you know what I mean? Like, why? what are they talking about that has anything to pertain to you? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I actually do love that a lot of Europeans, because we do this too. We, like, when you talk politics in America, you never hear anybody talk about, no, you never hear, well, in the parliament, <laughs> you don't fucking hear that shit. Nah, but we, like, our, we socialists do like to quote Rousseau and uh, Robespierre and be like, name a, name a woman philosopher. Oh, no, they weren't allowed to just sit around and think <laughs> back then. No, you got to name a modern woman philosopher, man. Are you – you're Googling it as – okay. Um, 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 all I know are comedians. Do they count? No. It's, I feel – actually, shout out to my women. Shout actually, out to oh, my wait. philosopher's women. I'm going to go ahead and say – Mary Shelley was kind of a, a Victorian woman she's philosopher. A, what? She's a fucking just she, an author. She's a, oh, be, just because women have a voice doesn't mean they can't practice philosophy. Oh my god, here we go. All Shout right. out to my homies Emmy White, Hypatia from four fifteen A.D. G.E.M. Anscombe, two thousand one. What? What a fucking philosopher! Can I give a shout out to uh, Eleanor Roosevelt? Was she a philosopher or just a social figure? Uh, uh, just, just a social figure, I guess. Damn. Actually, I really need to leave. And I don't know shit about philosophy, but I feel like I need. Shout out to ContraPoints. No, literally. Natalie, the best fucking, the best cat girl to do news. Because. Is that? Never mind. Because in the video that ContraPoints is a trans woman, in the whole video, they were doing a meme where they were a cat girl. Ooh, woo. Oh, well, 
I get because it. Because it's kind of a meme that like when you like, you know, when you're transitioning, there's you always get into the there's period. There's always a cat girl. It's kind of like a, you know you get the, the, the headphones, but you're not allowed to know. You're not supposed to know this. Oh, I'm getting classified you're information. You're in TikTok. You know, you're on the wrong side of TikTok. Uh, oh, surprisingly, fuck, I'm I on the. Like we have to talk about one day. You know what? Say something today. I feel like there's so much that just like ran into like my mind right now, like TikTok. The effect of TikTok. That is Chinese is media. That's. I'm on. I'm on uh, indigenous cooking, TikTok. Yo. I want to roast a pig in a pit. We need to find some land. I'm fucking not lying. I'm on all the TikToks. He's he's TikToking all around the clocking. <coughs> but yeah, so it's like addiction, escapism. It's an addiction. It's it's hard to escape wanting escapism, and I think that's where the line gets blurred and. Maybe that's where the discipline needs to be. That's where it's both internal or individual is you have to have the individual discipline to disengage from escapism. You know what I was watching recently? Midnight Gospel on Netflix. Oh, here we go. With uh, Duncan Trussell. The whole series takes place every time he goes into like a simulator thing and he sticks his head inside what looks like a, a, a pear-shaped... Uh, Flashlight, <laughs> and it's he's literally just submerged in this, and he's going through all these it's recordings of his former podcasts and stuff, and he's doing all this, and it, he's doing this all to escape what's going on in the reality around him. It's a great series. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Um, but the whole thing is like. It's so difficult to disengage. And you may learn so much from that escape. I mean, you may be you may like disengage feeling completely enlightened and like oh Or I've, you can become addicted to it. But you're then That's the risk, right? Yeah. About like disassociating from the world that you live in. If you disassociate too hard, then Because what's nothing's more re- important than the re- your reality now. Yeah. That's the re- the that's the problem. Is that the reality that you're in is the most important, and it's nice and fun, and you can get away from it sometimes. I mean, that's why only like I'd say I don't know one in every so many generations of people is able to actually disassociate to the point of enlightenment. I mean, really, it's only been Buddha so far, and then you got the bodhisattvas and whatnot. But like, oh my God. That this is fucking the Buddha boy is like is like analog to the tarot check to the tarot. Oh, I'm not gonna use that. That's derogatory. Damn it! I'm trying to think of a good Buddha boy. That one. Was... Buddha boy is good. I'm trying to find out for like tarot. But like you, what is it? If I wrote it down, I wrote a note of like the whole existence is suffering, or no, our intrinsic state of existing is to suffer. We are aware of our existence and therefore we are condemned to suffer with our existence. And the reason why we get more locked into it is because we make these attachments that affirm our existence 
and therefore strengthen our our ties to our suffering. Oh shit! Because the more, like for example, the more family you make, the more friends you you have, the children you have, they reinforce that you're gonna lose them. Yeah. Either because of bad behavior, maybe they'll pass away, maybe you'll die. Or even if you do the full escapism and you're like, okay, I am just role-playing as this character in this game. But in this game, I am this character. Rick and Morty. What the fuck is the the game? When oh, they were, Roy. Roy. Right? He's like... He's like, you went, you went to work, you went back to work at the carpet store. Oh, come on! You, oh, look at this guy. He's taking Roy off the. He's grid. He's taking Roy off the grid, everybody. But even then, like, even show if, us what you've. Oh fuck! I'm a little. God damn it! I'm a loser. Even if you choose to find an escapism, and define your attachment to reality via that escapism. You're not escaping shit. Now you're just adding like three more layers of delusion to the reality that you exist in the first place. And this right here was the whole original idea because it tied into the idea of the holodeck. Because in Star Trek, they have this mystical, magical room called the holodeck. And you can go in there and be whatever you want. Uh, And then also, sometimes. Like said, I ain't no holodeck girl. Sometimes their like mistakes happen and like they go through like a plasma field and it makes the holodeck malfunction and suddenly all the holograms like it's you're stuck in it oh no but the safety protocols are off so now you can die or like you, you know die in the like, holodeck like, you die for real like you know like things happen where like it's like one of the people in the holodeck becomes a real person you know what i mean or the or that time that gordy laforge um, he was like really shy about working with this doctor who was really famous. So he recreated her in the holodeck and he fell in love with her. Oh no. And then when she came on the ship, he like hit on her and she had like a husband or some shit. <laughs> oh, reading rainbow. No. <laughs> and I just love, I just love the idea of like there being a room where like, obviously you can't be like, fuck babies, but also can I say something? I'm not, I'm not saying you should, but also, why not? If if you could literally, if you could, it, like, if literally you could do the bad things, right? Or allow somebody in privacy to do all the bad things with no repercussions I as, think, like, a cathartic. I think there should be at least, like, one repercussion of, like, one person going, like, hey, man, I... I clean up the logs of the holodeck. And, look, <laughs> you're not in trouble or anything. You're not you're not arrested. I just think maybe there might be a healthier way to work <laughs> out some of this stuff. But it's look, if you're doing what you're doing and you're keeping it keeping it under wraps, that's fine. <laughs> just oh. know that I know so Fuck. that if any shit happens <laughs> Other people will know. <laughs> oh my! It's like it's like, and it turns out that you just accidentally put in the wrong code. You're like you're like holodeck. Play alpha, gamma, beta, zoi. Oh fuck! I meant I meant ray, but it's but that's not your code. It's somebody else's, and it's just like the sickest Caligula type shit. Period. I'm know? picturing centaurs. Like <laughs> just like wildest shit. Yeah, and and the whole reason why I was like so addicted to the idea. Is because if this existed, people would just die. How so? They would just never leave. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why there's an opiate crisis. 
like there's nothing more opiate like than being able to form whatever you want. Though, 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 to be fair, in Star Trek, they often make it seem like the people have to program the things. Yeah. So they're like, I made this program. And it's like. But like, how difficult is it to program things? That's what in I'm, Star I'm Trek. wondering. If you're, are you just saying words? Or is this because everybody's like a genius? So, like, is it like only the people who are good at doing the holodeck? Do you have to go to a guy and be like, hey, man, can you program something Fuck. for me? Actually, can I tell you something? I have an idea for I a think simulation. think, yes, actually. And that dude will be like, okay, what's the simulation? I won't do furry stuff unless you pay extra. Or just, you know. Like, that's definitely the problem. Is like, when, like, what is the limit to somebody's imagination? We're not fucking thought police. It's not 1984, right? Yeah. But, like, people want to escape. They want to be gross. They want to have disgusting, filthy sexual conversations. They would like to be carnal. In private. Yeah. As long as no one gets hurt, it's okay. I think I think in in that you need to encourage the privacy and highly discourage the inver the keep it to yourself. <laughs> it's like you shouldn't do this. But if you do But if you do, keep it to yourself. But the problem is you can't. Yes, you can. No, if no, you, you, if can. you hate, if you're racist, I, the, the truth is, if you're truly racist, yeah. you can't be unbiased if you're the boss of people of color. You just can't. Mm. If you like kids enough to like go to a holodeck where like you can like have sex with digital babies, you're probably checking out babies in real life, even if you're not touching the babies. If you're not touching the babies. You do not impact the people around you, and therefore the horizontal morality stands. Wait, as you, long as you could check out the babies, like do a little glance. <laughs> I, again, I do not encourage it, but I'm saying if that is you, and if you're going to check out the, ba- if you have the intrinsic impulse to check out the babies, and be like. Smash or pass. Both don't are- don't <laughs> fucking turn to the person next to you and be like, "Yo, that baby's got some good dick sucking gums." Oh my! Oh my god! Oh Jesus! They just got a natural suckle reflex. Oh god! Like don't. Oh. That's not something you. It's like keep both of your hands on your phone, like on like NewYorkTimes.com or something. Mm-hmm. You know, not in your pants. A brief glance. And like, if you know this is something about you, don't go to a fucking nursery. Don't yeah. go to an area where there are like, babies. Man, you really do like this restaurant that's wedged, this random shitty diner wedged between two preschools. And just, wow, he is a Chuck E. Cheese regular. You Didn't know someone loved skee-ball so much. Business meetings at Chuck E. Cheese? Huh. You know, he just keeps he keeps getting tickets. We're waiting to see what he's gonna buy, and uh, we got this blow up doll that's a child sized blow up doll. You know, because so anyone is listening, nothing. There's nothing funny about touching children. Pedophiles, however, are funny. Making fun of pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, you, you should make fun of pedophiles at all times. Is it punching down to make fun of pedophiles because, like? Sometimes no, they liked it. They like that shit. They want to be spit on too. They want you to shit on their face. 
Oh, that's if you I see mean. a pedophile, shit in your face. That's how <laughs> that's how they have to say hello. Hey, you ever meet a pedophile? Fuck him up. That, that I don't advocate for violence. I would not say to beat up a pedophile, but if you did, I might help create a bail fund. I don't know. Damn. That's again only a proven pedophile though. Yeah, like the the whole theme of this podcast of this episode specifically should be like, hey, practice empathy. It's okay Shit. to disassociate sometimes because the world is crazy, but like don't do it to the point where you kind of blur the lines. And by the way, just to make this clear, also you shouldn't have guns. You know why? Why? Cuz you can disassociate and murder like a school full of people, but like I feel like if you're going on like a molesting spree, it takes like, a little bit like harder the, the, disassociation. Like the second child, like you're already being chased. Like they already know where you are. You Even know what I mean? Even if you go on a stabbing spree, yeah. you disassociate hard enough. And then like after the first one, things tend to get a little real. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I just <laughs> look at your things. Things get a little real. Things tend to. Fuck, yeah. man. Honestly, people always like, well, you know, oh, man, you can stab. People like, well, guns, you can stab. You can stab people in England. It happens all the time. And it's like, you never heard about somebody standing on top of a building, just like stabbing people from a hundred meters away, <laughs> like stabbing a hundred people from a distance. Yeah, stabbing a hundred people within twenty minutes. 10 seconds, 15 seconds, if I were five in a, minutes. If I were in a room full of 100 rats, I could not stab 20 of them in 20 minutes. It's true. Isn't that wild? It is wild. Dude, people literally were just like, somebody was in a fucking building, right? And they just like murdered people from like 30 car lengths away. You know what I'm oh, saying? more than that. Like, they were so fucking like, far away. Like, two football fields away. Yes. They just, like, were out there from a distance murdering people. Yeah. Music made him do it. Which music? Um, was it that fucking music festival that was happening? No, there's, that, there's, there's a guy named Tom McDonald. You're talking about the Mandalay Bay one, right? Yeah. It had to have been the fucking honky-tonk stomp. I'm going to say it's Tom McDonald. Do you know who Tom McDonald is? No. He is a rapper who does songs called, like, America and the System and Brainwashed. Snowflake. His name's Tom McDonald? Yes. In God We Trust. These are are song titles. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How's it feel? How's it feel, Chandler? I am not the shooter. I am not the gun. Well, no, what is it? Uh, what is it again? The one who, the one in front of the gun. The one in front of the gun lives forever. The one in front of the gun lives forever. We've been hustling all day. It's a way better way. Oh, yeah. They say Halle Berry or Hallelujah. Pick your poison. Gonna respect the shooter. Anyway, Man. this has been a we were we were, I'm sorry we was going a little bit there. retrospective. Started laughing. <laughs> oh boy, we're laughing about 
You started. I don't. You just started going off with some shit there. <laughs> this could not. Oh Jesus! Remember to practice empathy. Disassociate on a regular basis, but not. Um, you know, keep it disciplined. But don't touch children. Yeah, don't touch children. Like seriously, you say there's no thought crimes, but if you think about touching children, that yes. Look, you can you can think about kicking a kid in the shins every once in a while. You literally can hate children. You can. Now, you want to murder children? Oh no! No, not, still, not, not, no, no! Fuck! We can't say. Damn it! Because I'm not like. I mean, like, oh, I hate kids. They're annoying. But like, you can't say that because people mow down children in schools. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If if you got a niece or nephew or whatever the non-binary term for. Uh, your sibling's child is. You Got can, you. Peace. You can think about like, damn, my sibling would be way cooler <laughs> if they didn't have a kid. <sighs> Sometimes I wish they didn't exist, but don't actually fulfill that <laughs> fantasy. Uh, so Chandler. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me on uh, everywhere. I'm getting around these days. You are getting around. I've been doing a whole lot of comedy. I'm actually, I'm going to be at um, this backyard baseball mic. It's kind of got roving venues um, going around. Sometimes it's on a rooftop in Williamsburg. Sometimes it's at a couple different restaurants. But I'll be, um, just check out backyard baseball on Instagram. But anyway, that's that's just the um, the mic I'll be at. Um, I'm also going to be at... Uh, Branded Saloon on Tuesdays now. Oh, Branded Saloon. That one's on Vanderbilt. Uh, that is on Vanderbilt um, in technically Park Slope. It's in Parks at Vanderbilt and Bergen. Bergen? Bergen, yeah. Bergen. Yeah. Straight uh, up. Head right down past the McDonald's. Yeah. Right right down past Brooklyn Home Slice. It's right on the corner. They um, have a, they have a little room in the back. I've done to, I've been a lot been to a lot of stand up there. That's where that's yeah. where I'm doing. I'm I've been doing an open mic there. I found out how close it is, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Um, where's another place? Oh, Eastville Comedy Club. Um, checking out thems on uh, Wednesdays and Mondays. Oh, and Halyards. Halyards is over by the Barclays Center, kind of. Um, anyway, that's around like 9 o'clock on Mondays. But that's my open mic schedule of, as of late. You could also check me out on Instagram.com slash Chandler Does Jokes. Um, hopefully, I'll actually get some jokes on that. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Your face soon. It is coming. My, fa- <laughs> my face TM. coming on it soon. Um, oh, and also uh, BumblebearComedy.com. I'm going to do a whole like revamp of my website. Again. So that, again. But it's going to be the same URL. Okay, where, where can they find you? Well, I don't really do anything much. I'm just on uh, Instagram.com forward slash Being Human Productions where you can find everything that I do. In addition to, of course, on Facebook.com forward slash Was That In Good Taste? And of course, as always, in addition to commenting everywhere you find this podcast, you can always shoot us emails directly shoot, at shoot, Was That In Good Taste at gmail.com. And yeah, this has been a fucking blast. Uh, let's go play some video games and escape this awful oh, reality. Oh yeah. While also holding ourselves accountable and as well as the powers at B. I want to throw batarangs at people. I want to throw bricks through a window in Minecraft. 
my name's Ben Chandler Phillips. I'm James Beery. And remember, drinking isn't always recommended. What? Oh, I guess it's required. Oh, shit. <laughs>